Fitness is your ability to cope with and recover from stress. And the best way to level up both your mental and your physical fitness is by making small but powerful changes to your daily habits and routines. With this podcast, I aim to bring you a combination of short educational solo casts and slightly longer conversations I've had with a wide variety of fascinating people. The goal? To help you develop a lifestyle which supports your mental and physical fitness and improves your overall quality of life. My name is Jay Unwin. Welcome to FitBody FitMind. Twenty twenty has been odd, to put it lightly. Nobody thought as they planned out the resolutions this time last year that we'd be facing the kind of uncertainty that we ended up enduring. But there are lessons within all that mess. Indeed, the more chaotic the circumstance, the greater the lessons. Here are 20 things I've learned or relearned over the past 12 months. Number one, life is uncertain. You never know what you're going to get. Forrest's mum had it right. The only certain thing is uncertainty. Just when you think you have it figured out, the maze shifts and you're flailing around again. You don't have it figured out. Nobody does. And we probably never will. 2021 is no more certain. Get used to it. Number two, hugs should not be taken for granted. I've always been a hugger, but it's only when something is snatched away from you that you realise that you've been taking it for granted. Physical contact with other humans is a necessity for our health and our sanity. The oxytocin boost alone is phenomenal. When we can hug again, hug more. Number three, sometimes we need a push. At the start of this year, I was rather lost. I was happy in many ways for sure, but there was something that was clearly missing. I had no intention of leaving my job, but when the pandemic hit and I lost 100% of my income overnight, I had to find a new path. I've ended up where I needed to be. The push wasn't pleasant, but sometimes we need our arm twisting. Number four, your habits make up your life. Your life is the sum of your days, and your days are the sum of your habits. Thus, your life is the sum of your habits. We may pay little attention to many of the thousands of tiny automated behaviours we have, but trust me when I say, get that microscope out and see whether they are serving you. Number five, technology is awesome. Despite our interactions being limited this year, technology has allowed us to stay connected in ways which we have never been able to before. They've never been available. Social media and video calling in particular have been two technologies which have saved thousands, if not millions, of people from isolation. Number six, technology is terrible. We often use online connection as a surrogate for real connection, even before this year. One thing I think many of us have learned in 2020 is that it is a terrible substitute. Zoom parties versus real parties? That alone is enough to prove that technology will never beat real life. Number seven. Actually, technology is neutral. Okay, so given those last two points, the final realisation there is that technology is neutral. It's a tool. A hammer can be used to build a set of shelves or to smash a window. How we use technology dictates the outcome. Social media, video calling, they're all amazing. But like anything, it's up to us to use them rather than abuse them. Number eight, gratitude is great. Even in the depths of a global pandemic, we all have things to be grateful for. These are the times that refocusing on the things we're thankful for can, can save our sanity. Gratitude can remind us of what we still have and again show us how not to take those things for granted. Number nine, 
but sometimes things are really shit and it is okay to acknowledge that. Gratitude is powerful for sure, but if anyone tries to tell you to ignore the pain and anger you feel in favour of a more chirpy, happy emotion, then they're full of shit. There is a balance to strike as always, and so-called negative emotions are still part of the human experience. They should still be, well, experienced. Plus, if things aren't shit sometimes, then how can we have hope for the future? Number 10. You don't need a gym to stay fit and healthy. Almost every online store sold out of dumbbells, kettlebells and yoga mats at the start of the first lockdown. But you don't even need those, although they're very useful. So many people started walking more and realised that movement can actually be enjoyable. More and more of us headed online to try yoga videos. Gyms are great, I love them. But if you don't, then there are an infinite number of other options available. Number 11. Physical capability can be taken from you at any moment. Now, this is a very personal one for me this year, but I know there are also thousands of people in the UK alone still reeling from long-term effects of COVID. This wasn't the case for me, but early in the year, I started losing a lot of my physical strength and energy. Fast forward to September and I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia. I have hope that my physical abilities will return and I'm doing what I can, but I am now painfully, quite literally, aware of how fragile these things are. Number 12. Survival of the fittest means adaptability. When Darwin wrote On the Origin of Species, he wasn't talking about survival of the fittest in the way most people assume. He didn't mean the toughest or the strongest, he meant those most adaptable to change. Fitness is about adaptability to changes in your environment. This is how you survive, by being adaptable. Number 13. Fear and uncertainty can make people act crazy. When people are scared, they often take it out on other people. They lash out, they start resource guarding like a dog who doesn't want you near its food. This year, we've seen the very best and the very worst of human behaviour, but I try not to judge. Acting irrationally, blaming conspiracy, selfishness, it's all a natural, albeit ugly, response to fear. I get it. Number 14. Science rocks. Reminder. Science is not a body of information, it is a process. The scientific method of testing hypotheses and refining theories is nothing short of phenomenal. This year, I've been reminded of the power of humanity when we come together in problem-solving mode. Number 15. Time can drag and fly by at the same time. I mean, how was March both last week and 10 years ago? Number 16. Nature can and will kick humanity's ass. Humans are not above nature, we're part of it, and the universe is far more powerful than we ever will be. It is easy to forget that when we live in such a humanised bubble, but every time we're hit by a hurricane, tsunami, plague, solar flare or asteroid, hey, maybe next year, then we should be humbled. 17. Most people work too hard. When we first hit lockdown in March and many of us thought society was on the verge of crumbling, it wasn't our first thought to wish we'd worked more. In fact, as we embarked on a period of enforced downtime, many realised that more leisure time would actually be a very good thing. Of course, we need to earn a living, but the accumulation of more material belongings is usually a fruitless endeavour. We learned this year that we could work a little less, earn a little less, spend a little less, and yet be much happier. 18. Perfection isn't when nothing more can be added, it's when nothing more can be taken away. Humans love to overcomplicate things, don't we? We think adding more is always the path to improvement. Something I've learned this past year, or perhaps been reminded of, is that less quite often is more. Simplicity of life brings more joy than complexity. Focusing on a few things and doing them well, not adding so much noise that we forget what is important. Number 19. 
We're not separate from the world, we are a part of it. As in point 16, we are not above the rest of existence or separate. We are an intrinsic part of the global ecosystem and we cannot act without consequence. The more we reconnect with this truth and the more we respect and revere nature and the cosmos, the more symbiotic that relationship will become, rather than the current reality where we are a nasty little parasite on the system. And finally, number 20, we've still got a lot to learn. We have immense power as a species in the form of our creativity, imagination and scientific method of problem solving. But we're also young and naive. We do not have all the answers, nor will we ever. Individually, we know almost nothing. Collectively, the same. If we wish to learn more about the world and about ourselves, we need to embrace humility. We cannot learn what we think we already know. Keep your mind open, your soul humble and your curiosity aflame. What have you learned in 2020? Thank you for listening to Fit Body, Fit Mind with me, Jay Unwin. If you aren't already connected with me on LinkedIn, Instagram or Facebook, then you can find all the links in the podcast description or on my website at fitbodyfitmind.online. Until next time, stay fit, stay well and have fun.